Welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And we both have been to see Wonder Woman, so that's what we are going to talk about today. Um, we are in a car park in Drury Street <laughs> and facing the place, you know, facing that little door where people come out of to yeah, get their I think cars. Yeah, badly placed this car, really. And people keep going by. the car facing the door, so everyone passing by will see us in the front seats, each holding a microphone. Yeah. We might get arrested, but we'll see. So that could happen live on the show. Yeah, that might actually be cool. Cool. <laughs> so anyway, um, Wonder Woman. Yeah. What did you think? Like everyone's saying it's so good. I um, know. I'm surprised at the raves it's getting. Um, I mean, well, I will say first of all, my background towards Wonder Woman. I always thought Wonder Woman as sort of the height of camp. Because do you know the television series? You probably never saw it. But no, I haven't. Series. No, yeah, but I know there was. There was it, all the comic books went to TV before yeah. they were made into and film. And in when you think of it, all of them were very camp children's programs. Like particularly, like with the start with Batman and God rest Adam West, who's just died. But you know, you've seen that yeah, Batman. Yeah. And and that was very funny. Like it's tongue in cheek. It was practically sending itself up. Yeah. Whereas, and then I remember when I heard they were making a film of Spider Man. I was going, but that's just so silly. And I thought the same about Wonder Woman because I'm thinking of the television series. And like, bear in mind, you've seen the film and where she has the rope of truth. Can you imagine what that was like in a 1970s television? She just has this effective skipping rope that she yeah. throws around people and says, now you will tell the truth. And I just thought it was so calm. So I, that's when I heard they were making a film of it and this series was going on. I said, this is just going to be so silly. But it wasn't silly. Camp as in she would be more lesbian. Well, no, 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 not not. not gay camp necessarily like camp is just deliberately over the top oh okay in a to respect and certainly that's where batman was like the whole idea of batman running around this that was clearly not a suit a powerful suit it was just gray pajamas yeah and the wonder woman outfit was meant to be in the 70s was and it still is was meant to be just the height of sexuality like it's yeah, very revealing yeah. fun. and i did think that was funny in this all the amazon women who are proud strong warriors but they're very sexy yeah it's clearly meant to and be they're the beautiful thing. and they were very tight yeah. fitting bodices and they're and all very skinny yes and you know well it it's all that running around on horses yeah i bet it is well um, we're, we're not answering the question i enjoyed the film more yeah, than I, I thought would, I yeah. would, but it's certainly not a masterpiece or anything like no, that. No, I really liked her. I think she's gorgeous, you know, Gal Gadot and everything. Yeah. But again, it's the whole. W- <laughs> I just hate the fact that she has to wear that short thing with her legs and everything. And even when she was in a place that seemed like Selfridges, <laughs> um, to to find some clothes for her, she was still going into kind of a sexy you know yeah kind of like the little hat just towards one side and then the the, the glasses which had no use whatsoever no I mean, other to actually make you, yeah actually they wanted to, her to be disguised um but yeah they give her glasses that actually make you look at her because no one in the film seemed to be wearing any kind of glasses that were remotely like that yeah so they were really distinct kind of so you'd actually bring attention to her rather than oh it's a disguise you know no one will see it's you not you but like you know what i mean and it's just oh, i just thought it was ridiculous but um yeah i, I don't know like, i i liked it and i i think it's one of the best kind of superhero portrayals okay. i think i don't like avengers i know this is dc comic but i don't like any of the marvel stuff and i love batman but 
I do. Prior, I don't prior like prior to Ben, ben Affleck. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> but and I don't like Superman. Okay, but, but I mean, is it a case of you don't like them in general? You just don't like these superhero films. No, I like in them. I do, no, yeah, no, no, not. I hate complete destruction of cities for no apparent reason. Yeah. I just, I just find that very disturbing. <laughs> like that they have to to save people, they have to destroy loads of things, which they don't show it, but that does kill people. Like yeah. a massive building falling kills so many people just to save. I don't know a kitten or something like you know it's just yeah, so ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I get your point, but um, still, I just I and I think this it was good because it was the war, so it was already a mess. Yeah. And you kind of you were kind of like okay, yeah, that's that's you know, but I don't know. It's just it's the objectification objectification yeah. of women that I just don't like. Right. Well, no, I mean I take your point on that and. I would say, yeah, because when you think of it, all the male superheroes are covered head to toe. Yeah. Basically, their outfits are complete, whereas the women, it's all like short yeah. and tight and so on. She did look good. Uh, so Yeah, she was pregnant. Five months I heard pregnant. that. Well, no, she was pregnant for the retakes. This is what I, that there was reshoots done after and they she wore an outfit that had a yellow screen built in or a green screen built in. So therefore, they could remove it when they were doing the post-production to but hide the bump. she did do... F- the uh, not not the retakes the the other stuff as well. She All was right, but, well yeah, she's probably still pregnant, yeah. <laughs> and they did the reaches. Might have been very prominently showing then, but I only found that out after I did. So I certainly didn't notice anything in the film. Um, I did think like the whole thing of her, the look of her when she's not Wonder Woman and not even in the sky when she's the princess or whatever on the island at the start of the film, and her hair is very tightly pulled back at the back. She doesn't look well at all. And then when her hair is flowing like this elegant mane, that it's that that's what it is. She's meant to look stunningly beautiful yeah. as she's really, and she did. She looked really well. So I would take her. But I mean, that is the Wonder Woman outfit. That's the way it's always yeah, been in cartoons I know, but that's and what so I don't on. Like, oh know, yeah, and I ha- I hate the fact that it's like that. And even um, like your woman from Avengers, I think her name is the Scarlett Johansson character. Yeah, because that's the other one I'm thinking of. She's not. She's not actually in short skirts, but she's in a very tight suit, yeah. and she's portrayed as very big booby women. Yeah, like a, like that has very big big boobs, even in the drawings in the in the comic book. And same thing with Cat Catwoman and Batgirl. They're all tight little. Well, it's, it could be things that because you can find a Miss Fantasia just. It's probably because the origins of these comics, and you know better than I do about things like that, um, Miss Fantasia, I mean, the origin of these comics is these were all created in the 30s, 40s and 50s by men. Yeah. So this is the idealized vision of women. That's the male gaze. Yes. Before Laura Mulvey came along and spotted it. Because there'd be no superhero women like that since. Because there'd be no superhero women. (laughs) Well, there's very few of them. Like basically we're talking Catwoman, Batgirl. They got one from the Avengers. Don't know what she's called. And yeah, Wonder Woman. There's not many others. Yeah, I can't think of anything anything else. And now think like watching this film, the Wonder Woman film, I can't see I can't see how um she appeared in Batman vs. Superman at the end. And now I keep thinking, why did she appear there again? How did she like yeah, because they're not from the same planet or anything. Like they have some kind of radar. She's just well. It's that's what had me confused because at the start of this, you see her looking at that photograph that she has. Yeah. This photograph taken in nineteen fourteen, fifteen, or whatever, 
And I remembered seeing that photograph before. And so it is the end of Batman versus Superman that that photograph appeared, was it? Or was it the end? No, I don't of, think it was. I think it's the end like, of Suicide uh, Squad. No, Suicide Squad. Is it, you know, at the end of Suicide Squad, where, well, you didn't see it. There's a bit, there's an extra bit in the credits where Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne is talking to the commissioner and he's getting a load of documents. And oh, I, think I saw one that, of them, yeah. Well, one of them, that photograph. Yeah. That, well, this one was delivered by Wayne. To her. Yeah. Right. Did you not see the, on, on the on the top of the suitcase it said Wayne? Oh, I didn't see that. I saw it at the end where she's sending an email to him, thanking him for the photograph. That's how the, the end of it. But yeah, I mean, this it isn't clear as to why, um, yeah, why they're making contact with each other. But it is because ultimately they're going to be Justice League or something, aren't they? Yeah, no, there so is a that, film coming. Yeah. Um, but with all of them I didn't. It. I I can't remember in what context she came in to the Batman versus Superman and I do remember it being her yeah um, it's been like well it was a year she was probably actually filming Wonder Woman when that came out anyway mm. um, yes I don't know I don't know I just like I love it was entertaining it is and I do I love Chris Pine I was well this is it I didn't know who was in it for some reason yeah, I somehow I avoided it so I got yeah. to show I said oh jeez that's Chris Pine yeah so I mean, clearly obviously it's a main thing about film and I didn't I had I'd known but forgotten that Robin Wright was in it yeah uh, as her aunt and I just thought so funny, this is what Robin Wright is but it was because I'm so used to Robin Wright now from Game of Cards or House of Cards House of Cards yeah. I'm watching that the latest series of that month I'm watching it every night so I'm so aware of her that immediately she appeared I said oh she's yeah. a villain oh, and she, she isn't uh, by the way she doesn't get paid as much as the other she because i think uh, not because she's a woman but she was she was protesting um i don't know if it was because kevin spacey was getting a much bigger salary than she was okay or something and they're both equally important to the series like i know she's she to him she's kind of like a compared to him she's a secondary character or whatever yeah supporting but she's her in a lot, oh yeah she certainly so, like, dominates she, yeah. it um, but at the same time the series could go on without her i don't think it could go on without him no yes it could no yes it could no no it couldn't yeah there you <laughs> but anyway um i'm enjoying house of cards and i was so it's interesting to see her in it and it was just so hard to remind myself no she's not the villain in this or yeah. whatever and but it was then again it was and also wonder woman's mother is connie nielsen is that her name i think that's yeah, just, I I like her. but well i mean <laughs> i didn't like her in this we just don't like her in general okay yeah i mean it's just a silly thing that she doesn't want her daughter to be a warrior and all this yeah. and she desperately wants to be honest in fact that i didn't like that whole bit at all the whole bit on the island it was just so much exposition and Let's get the background, set the story, introduce characters, get on with the bloody film. Yeah. And it was nearly an hour of that before Chris Pine appears. Yeah, so a long true. time then, that's when the plot starts to get going. So I did find that dull. Um, and I was at, at that stage as well in the film where I was just annoyed with it because it was so, you were so frustrated, come on, come on, get going, that I was in a negative frame of mind at the film. So I started noticing everything that was wrong or the mistakes or something. Like that. And one thing that struck me was when... Chris Pine, so desperate to find that formula, the book with the formula for the poison gas and get it to his bosses back in London. And the first thing he does when he arrives in London with the book is go shopping. Yeah. And they go clothes shopping. And well, it's like, no, no, go but, to uh, the Secret Service, bring, deliver the book. Yeah, but she would, because she was, she was uh, like, what you call it? 
um, getting too much attention from people on the street. Oh yeah, getting too much attention. So that's why they just went and changed. Uh, got her clothes changed. But what striked me of like the whole film was there's always that fat character that's the comic relief. Yes. And this time oh. it happened to be a woman, which I loved her, and she was very funny, very cutesy. But it's always that kind of. It's a modesty. It's not even that they're fat. It's just they're the unattractive, quirky yeah. person, the best friend sort of thing. Yeah. And it is yeah because we have the beautiful people, which yeah. is Chris Pine, who and are Gal the Gadot. amazing heroes. Yeah. And who. And then you, you know, have this quirky, yeah. funny, and into a certain extent, you and Bremer was doing that as well, the Scottish yeah, guys yeah. from Train Spotting. Um. So he there's was all great. he was great. They they were all good. They're good, funny supporting characters. But it's just they're so clearly defined as being comic yeah. relief and therefore they have no or if, even if in these films if they do have some sort of love story of their own it's also with someone equally quirky and yeah. silly and it's we laugh at them while we really want to be these this yeah, gorgeous and, hero and heroine all, all of the characters were very stereotypical characters very like much so Chris Pine was also the hero with her and blah 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 to save the world um what's his name Hugh Hugh Bra- Bra- no the Scottish oh you and Bremer Ewan. 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 Oh, he's like Ewan McGregor. Yeah, it's the then. same, oh, okay, yeah, same yeah. first name. Um, that was Hugh. Um, <laughs> he is the drunk guy that in the war because it's kind of a war film can't shoot or have some kind of trauma because of it. And then you have the exotic French immigrant who is yeah. very smart and very flirty or whatever. Yeah. And then you have the quiet, very moral native. Oh yeah. <laughs> The person that you know that is just like you always have that is wise yeah and that they are completely different like completely different characters but that they come together to help save the world yeah from whoever and then you have the villain and the villain's mm. sidekick yeah which is the woman that makes the poison stuff and like no they're all caricatures and stereotypes which is what you would expect to a certain extent from comic book team but that's the problem with it for me is it's so formulaic on that. Yeah. And even down to it ends up like so many of them, even Iron Man did back in the day, where it's just a battle between the two, like between Wonder Woman and the chief yeah. villain. And they're yeah. just basically blowing up things yeah. and throwing like, things at each other. It's like the end of a, a, a Sonic game. Do you know, it's, is it Sonic or Sonic, do you call him? Sonic. The Hedgehog, Sonic. And you just have then the big boss. Right. So you spent the whole game fighting other things and trying to get to the place you want to get to find the big boss, and there's just you and the big boss fighting, yeah. and it's a very hard, hard battle. The boss is clearly superior because he has so many more. But at the end of the day, the hero wins. How we don't know, but yeah. it just it's there. And well, is I mean, it is a trope that is valid in men in films in general because I mean it's there right back to Robin Hood from Robin yeah. Hood in the 1930s the final battle is between Errol Flynn as Robin Hood and Basil Rathbone as Sheriff of Nottingham but that's fine because it's a proper fight it's a that's a sword fight yeah. what this ends up being is just a CGI battle like there's yeah. explosion after explosion they're throwing tanks and cars and buildings at each other and you just go yeah she's going to win come on get on but with I it I just hated the way he died and then everyone was so like God, I love you. You know the way you come, like w- because he was the guy that influenced everyone. No, 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 no. Stop giving away too much. Obviously, the villain dies, but no, but because he was the per- no. It explains at the start that Ares is the guy that yeah. influences people and make them go to war. He's the war 
the Lord. god of war. Yeah. yeah. So I hated at the end that when he is eventually killed, that people rise kind of from the ground after this whole battle. And I'm kind of like, where am I? Oh my god, what did we do? What happened? Oh my god, I love you, my mate. You know, like right. that kind of thing of like that that. Well, particularly given that that didn't happen in World War One. Yeah. <laughs> People just, uh, when the war ended, people were traumatized. Some killed themselves. Yeah. And the other just went home with really bad psychological issues. Yes. <laughs> so, and just waited for World War Two, which is effectively yeah. what happened. That, so, that's why it happened. And you're kind of like, no. They oh, no. It's, fa- it's, it's, it's far too pat and everything yeah. all ends up happily ever after and so on. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, so, I mean. I was looking at, I'm not taking this seriously. Well, you can't take comic book films seriously, yeah. but it was just, is it entertaining? And it was, for the most part, some of it was really good. So I like, like yeah. we've been very negative yeah. now because I had said I enjoyed the film. We should concentrate on some of the positive I, bits. We always do say, that though. We always yeah, we say, we I, lo- I we really liked the film. And then towards the, end, towards the end, we give like a three. Yeah. Well, I am going to give a three. But I will say that I enjoyed some of the like I said was criticizing the final battle because it is just boring when it's a CGI fight but some of the early stuff when there's a number of people fighting yeah. like the actual war going on yeah. a lot of that was really good um, and one thing I did think was really good Trader, was the music music was really really it was like the Terminator music dum, 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 really dramatic music that heightened yeah. all the action I thought that was really well done so it's an entertaining thing, but it's not on a par with something like Guardians of the Galaxy, no. which is hugely entertaining. Yeah. This is just, there's a certain po-facedness about it that it seems to be taking itself too seriously. It's clearly setting itself up for Justice League and all these. Like, yeah. this is this is basically... And maybe Wonder Woman too. Oh, yeah, well, but like, you see, this is Wonder Woman's origin story. We yeah. now know who Wonder yeah. Woman is. So they're introducing all the characters. Batman's long established, so we don't need another yeah. one ahead. I bet but Chris Pine might come back or something. She just yeah. Well, we d- we don't know. I mean, it's very f- like the fact is that this is set in 1914, the First World War, whereas all the other DC stuff is set in the present. So she's going to have to be in the present in some way. Yeah, true. So I don't know how it's going about but I don't really care like it was just of itself I was looking forward to the fact like one of the things that was drawing me to it was the fact it was going to be in the first world war I loved that period in yeah. film and so, but for not for a minute that I believe it was that time oh yeah I mean I just not. I'm not saying oh I felt fake or anything I just didn't engage in it the way I have done in other films that I've said. and it was the same thing with Fantastic Beasts and How to Find Them you're just so worried it's a fancy film you don't accept it you don't think of yourself as being in the yeah. 1920s um, so that was disappointing for me. Certainly, Chris Pine is not a 1914 character. He's very much a modern character yeah, set in that time, yeah. um, the way the people in Titanic I don't know, were. He might become a, a, a superhero. He might be Green Lantern or something. I he might actually be. They might mix it up. He might actually be Captain America from the Civil War. But isn't there already? Well, I don't. I haven't seen any of the Captain American films apart from the very first one, which was also set in the Second World War, wasn't it? Yeah. And he might be that guy because I don't know I, I didn't but see aren't they using him. aren't they yeah but I mean they've already cast no I know America. I know but I'm just saying yeah. <laughs> like, right, I just go just, I'm just making it okay. really difficult right you <laughs> carry on Marina you have this fantasy about Chris Pine you want Chris Pine in there somewhere don't you no, and I don't actually you'd like him as Batman wouldn't you no oh Chris Bale will always be the best Batman in the world okay but he's not going to do it again so but it's just so Ben Affleck is fine with you that's okay we have it on record Marina's happy with Chris Ben Affleck continuing as Batman sure I won't watch the films but sure okay um, anyway 
Um, I, I just said because Captain America is Marvel. And this oh, is, is it? Yeah. So oh, love, of course. Love, Captain America is the, the Avengers thingy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, so who else is DC? Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, Spider-Man? No, Spider-Man is Marvel. Okay. Um, was it Land, uh, Green Lantern, Flash? Are uh, they all parts of Justice League? Yeah. So, so yeah, I think so. And then Aquaman, I think, is also. Oh, and there's a film of him coming as well, isn't there? Yeah. Isn't Aquaman the character that none of them from Big Bang Theory wanted to be? Yeah. Out to be just no, apparently no one likes him. I like him because he, because I'm a mermaid, so I kind of course, I, yeah. I em- empathize with. So you probably met him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't really like to say it because you know, like, we keep our friendship a secret. Um, but yeah, so like, like it's been it's been a while that I've been living in the human world. So right. So what happens in the water world stays in the water well, world. Well, we just haven't it. had contact. You know, I didn't bring my cell phone, my my shell phone. Um. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Oh my God! This is entirely what you've been leading up to, isn't it? You've been saying, you got in the car. Can't wait to hear my joke. No, you've been leading actually, up to this because uh, I was going to say my cell phone in form of a shell. I was like, oh my God, that's shell phone. I'm crying. <laughs> you're crying. Really you're, you're crying with laughter at your own joke. Yeah, I'm turning but into it, my grandfather. It's very funny. It, it, it is very amusing. Really. I know. But anyway, they do exist. Shell so, phones. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Now people know my secret. <laughs> so they'll all have to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, my mother actually gave me, I know we're going on a very weird tangent here, but um, my mother gave me, um, some shells after she finished her scallop and I'm going to wear them on my hen party because I'm a mermaid. <laughs> finished her scallop? Yeah. Oh, mate, oh, mate, scallop. <laughs> this is, oh, just, sorry. Yeah, that sounded really weird. Yeah, no, 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 what the scallop? <laughs> she ate scallop <laughs> and... Um, Probably cooked it first. Is yeah. What she, she prepared on, a meal of scallops. Yeah. And then... The, the shells that were left over yeah. she gave to you. Yeah. Aquamarina. No. <laughs> That's where you uh, got the name. Your name Marina after a marina. But not Aqua Marina. Okay. There's no Aqua. Aqua Aqua's for the lame people. They do this to us mermaids. They just put this Aqua in front of it because of that film. It makes us all sound ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> That's what makes us all sound ridiculous. I'd, 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 <laughs> I'd like to apologize out there to the marine or the marine, the mermaids of the world. Why? I'm their leader. Okay, I'm apologizing to you. And I'm a Ghostbuster as well. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, oh, this is what I told you. This is John. why I usually tell you to wrap things up <laughs> at this stage. <laughs> into your flights of fantasy. I love talking about myself. I know you anyway. do. That's why I usually tell you to wrap things up at this stage. <laughs> anyway. Join us for finish, the, the new podcast series, Marina Talks. I have another Marina joke. <laughs> so thank you for listening to Spoilerama. I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought you said you had another joke. Um, yeah. So I'd love to wave you goodbye. <laughs> oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> oh, Miriam, we're going to be flooded with complaints <laughs> over that. Anyway. But they'll wash over you. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, Finn is there. Oh, stop. <laughs> please, please, please. Thank you very much. Because I'm desperately now trying to take a one back. <laughs> no, we can't do this. <laughs>
We'll alienate people. Would you like to tell people about our various accounts first? Oh, yes. Uh, I was thinking, what were you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, so you can find, if you have any suggestions, we'd love suggestions. We might not do them, but thank you. <laughs> we'd love to read them and laugh at them yeah. and snigger. <laughs> um, you can find us, if you Google us, Spoiler on a Podcast, you'll probably see our links to Twitter and Facebook. But if you want to find us directly on these platforms, just put at Spoiler on a Pod. Or you can send us an email. Mick normally checks that and does Facebook. <laughs> and I just sit around. And ignore Twitter. Or swim around. <laughs> um, and that is bowlaneproductions at gmail.com. And Bowlane is spelled B-O-W and Lane as an L-A-N-E productions at gmail.com. Okay. You can surf the net oh, for us. Oh, stop. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we will leave it there then. Yes, we think we will. <laughs> we'll, we'll swim away now. No, Mick, that wasn't, that wasn't funny. None of it was funny. <laughs> no, it was, was that your aim? It was. Oh, and you can find me in a lot of fish and sea. <laughs> <laughs> dot com. That's our social media for mermaids. Um. <laughs> there is a dating site called I know, Plenty I of Fish. Is that what I, yeah. Yeah, but by you can find I'm Marina on Plenty of Fish. <laughs> you go look; she's all over it. There, just search Marina Mermaid. Um. <laughs> okay, yeah, Mick's telling me to wrap it up. Okay, thank you very much for listening. I've been Marina Mermaid Gorski, and I've been Mick Jordan of Land, <laughs> <laughs> King of the Ponds. Oh, st- <laughs> Okay, thank you, bye. Who are you? Who are you?